You're listening to Every Last Drop Podcast. Join me, Danny, Nick, and sometimes Luke as we explore the relationship between philosophy and art. If you enjoyed today's show and want to contribute to what we're doing, visit everylastdroppodcast.com slash contribute. We greatly appreciate your support. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, just a quick note about today's episode. This one was recorded a little while ago, actually before we even decided it was time to relaunch the podcast. It was part of our old series of episodes, but the interview went so well and the stuff we talked about was really cool and relevant to what the show is about today. So we decided that we'd keep this one for the archives and re-release it to you. Uh, It's just as good now as it was then, still fits. Uh, We've decided to just keep it as it was before and not worry about trying to alter the format or anything. We're just going to represent it to you exactly as it was. It's our interview with Stephen Burkholder. He's the lead singer of a band called The War on Peace. We've had his bandmate Jeremy on the show as well, so you'll be getting to hear from him. And yeah, the rest is self-explanatory. Enjoy the interview. I know I did. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody. It's Every Last Drop Podcast, guys. I think they knew that, Danny. (laughs) By now, they should. They should. So today is uh, going to be a very special episode for us as uh, uh, we're going to get to conduct a guest interview. So um, joining us today is is my friend Stephen Burkholder. Welcome, Stephen. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. I'm the host. I'm Danny. Uh, my name is Luke Schrader, and I'm a very integral part of the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Nick. I'm just just Nick. <laughs> <laughs> very. In- uh, okay, that's a new one. So, um, Stephen, uh, you are. I guess maybe at this point we could say you were you were a co-host of uh, a podcast that I used to listen to, uh, the Resurrection and the Revolution. Um, we had on your other co-host, Michael Davis. Um, but mainly what we're here to talk about here today is uh, a musical project that you are part of. So we're going to be focusing heavily on on art today. Uh, and we've, I've got some clips lined up. We're going to play some some different songs of yours. And we're just going to talk about some of the things you're trying to get at in, in, in the music. So um, first thing I just wanted to, to start off with is like, let's uh, let's define this thing. Like what's... Uh, well, first off, what's the name of your band, and uh, what is your role in the band, Stephen? Yeah, so uh, the name of our band is The War on Peace. Um, the War on Drugs was taken, which I thought was a better name, but um, <laughs> so we went with The War on... And they're a pretty good band. Yeah, you know, I, I've got to listen to them. I haven't I haven't uh, had an opportunity to check them out, but um, I hear I hear great things. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, my role is, uh, I'm the lead singer and I write the lyrics, which is hard sometimes, but I, that's what I signed up to do. So, yeah. And I play guitar now. We're bringing the guitar back. It started out with me on drums cool. and singing, but that's a hard sell of turns out. 
So yeah, got a lot of complaints like, "Where's the guitar?" So um, yeah, like like me being one of them. Were you? Oh, were you one of those haters at the well, beginning? I don't, I don't. Well, I wasn't. Uh, well, let me clarify. I I was still supportive of what you were doing because I I understand what you're going for, but there was that part of me that was saying, ah, "I kind of missed that guitar." Yeah, uh, that was. I understand, and so that's why I'm back up front. We have a we have a guy that's uh, sitting in on drums for us right now, and it's uh, going really well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to playing. So some shows. back back to a four piece again. Uh, well, I mean, officially the just for live, yeah, shows, just for right? live shows. I think we're we're gonna tinker with it. Um, I mean, the way we are, we're set up now with uh, the three of us and the way we, we write, uh, we've got a really good sort of process. So um, it's working out with low no drama. We don't good. fight, which is nice. I don't want to yeah. jinx that. that nice. but um, kind of leads That's why you're the called next... the War on Peace. Mm. <laughs> well, exactly. Peace and harmony. Yeah, it's about a... your band name, that is that is P-E-A-C-E, right? Instead of like P-I-E-C-E, like with fragments. some like with some sociological context to it, like we should all be pieces, individuals. Yeah, we're, yeah. some Zen. Yeah. Zen well, the other it. band name that I really wanted was Adams for Peace, but that that was gone. But no, we're it is peace as in the the hippie uh, peace. Um, so oh um, no, we're not right that now. sort of metaphysical or anything or i don't even know what that would be but we're not that well that's that's smart people talk right there so <laughs> gotcha gotcha well that's a great lead-in for you you mentioned uh how your process works now so um how many of there are are how many guys are in the band all together and what is that that system or that process that you alluded to, like how does that work? Yeah, so there's three of us. It's me, uh, Jeremy Sharing, uh, and Graham Bailey. Um, mm-hmm. And so typically, it doesn't always work this way, but um, what often happens is uh, I'll start off a, a song, um, really basic uh, chord progressions, uh, verse and a chorus, usually with a melody, half lyrics, you know, or lyric ideas. And I, we, we all work in Ableton live, as I know you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as simple as I start the session, I'll, uh, if I think it's good enough for me, then I, I, uh, I pass on the session or Dropbox and they start ruining my song. <laughs> so, no. Uh, what are they gonna do this time? Yeah, exactly. What are they gonna do now? No, and that was a hard thing for me to learn. So they they kick it back and forth, and typically, I don't really have anything to do with it instrumentation after that. Like that's all them, and gotcha. my role is more lyrical and melodical. And I, I occasionally will weigh in if I feel super strongly about something, but generally, where they go is I I end up. I mean, there is that demoitis that you get when you're writing something. You're like, oh, I let you know, but you got to kind of let go of that if you're going to be in a band. And and just by the nature of, we don't get in the same room to write. Like there, there's freedom to kind of go, and and that was we had to learn that over the first year and a half. I would say at least I had to anyway. And so Jeremy mm-hmm. and Graham kick it back and forth, and they talk about it, and they're writing parts, and they're producing it, and and working with the the vocals 
the the melodic lines of your vocals and your lyrics working around that. Yeah, I mean, building parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, So they're they're putting flesh on the skeleton. So yeah, 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 definitely. And I think, I think uh, you know, um, when when something we generally we don't really talk about it if it's not working. Uh, if a song idea is not, we're just hitting walls with it. It just kind of goes away and just sits on the shelf. And we're like, well, it's not working. So what is working? And that's kind of nice. Like we don't really force something that's not there. We're like, all right, well, let, let's just let it sit there. If we're not finding, you know, because you're never going to be, you know what I mean. You're always going to have to kind of compromise at some level. There's all because yeah. that's just how individuals are. But but you're in a band, so you you know you recognize that there's you're stronger together. There's things that they do that mm-hmm. I couldn't, I can't bring to the table. And I feel like vice yeah, versa. Yeah, they have, they have, uh, they've got some strengths that are complimentary to yours. Yeah. Right? And, and so it's sort of nice and organic now because they, um, you know, um, I, the trust is there, like, you know, generally like, mm-hmm. you know, and familiarity. Yeah. And, and just the freedom to be able to do whatever we want. Now on the flip side, there'll be songs like a uh, song like that, just came out on east and west east and west the title track like they start i think graham started that one and they kicked it to me and i was like okay there's a lot going on here and i i can't overstimulating me like i'm like super simple the way i write because i'm thinking about lyrical ideas and melody lines and all that and so then i'll Mm -hmm. i i stripped i just got rid of everything and kind of went down to the bare bones and then wrote what I thought what the verse melody should be and the and the and the chorus and and then they got it back and just put everything back. <laughs> you know, but it was weird, you know, like it which was fine. But I had to like there's that freedom that we have to kind of do what we think is right and and go with what we're hearing. And that's how it really works. And 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 sometimes that doesn't it's not that we don't ever have a song. There's been like one song that I can think of in all the songs that we release that we're just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling that one. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Solo project one day, I guess. So <laughs> no, I, I'm yeah. not that cranked up on another, but you know, when we do, cause we release a song a month and that, it, yeah. it, that will push you. Yeah. How, how is that working in terms of the, the pace or the intensity of keeping up with that? How, I mean, I don't know a band that does that besides you. Um, it's it's got its moments you know um because we have stacks of songs like we we have but when you when you're up against the deadline and because every 25th we release something you have yeah. to you gotta you gotta put the time in and you gotta you know yeah. and that means sometimes stuff gets out the door that you're like well probably could have been better <laughs> but you know yeah. it forces you and, and i think there's something to like i had a i because i used to be the mindset like whatever inspiration hits man just write you know that's how and then i uh and then you read the war of art i read the war of art and <laughs> the pressfield's book uh graham turned me on to it and jeremy turned read it too and and it was just like oh like there's a discipline involved in writing and oh showing up and and putting yeah. in your time and 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 it's not always like like it's a like job. It's, well, right? yeah, I, I like the same discipline or commitment level is showing up for it. Right, and it's and it's there's a, there's a certain level of professionalism of like the difference of it's not so much if you have lots of money or you're getting paid or whatever, but if you care about it and and you want to do, like that means you show up and you put in your time and that you know you finishing things 
that's the big thing. Lots of guys can't finish and mm-hmm. you know, you need to be able to um do that and sometimes it works out better than others. There's stuff I look back and I listen to and I'm just like, "Ooh, ooh, what was what was I thinking?" <laughs> you know, but that's the nature yeah. of it. And then there's other stuff I'm like, "Well, oh, man, I think we did really well with that." So, um it's it's certainly um this year I feel like we've already cuz we released our first one. Like the beginning the first month of the year we released the previous year's collection in an album form. So East mm-hmm. and West got put out in January and then in February we, re- we released under attack and, um, mm-hmm. we got, and all these things are available to listen to on Spotify. Spotify. Right? It's all right. on YouTube. It's iTunes. Uh, I think most very accessible yeah, everywhere digitally. <laughs> so you don't even have to have money and you can go on YouTube. <laughs> have to have a computer. You, ha- you maybe have to have a computer. You could probably borrow a friend's computer or something, but go to the go library, to the library now. Yeah. You got an iPhone. Yeah. If you got a fabric, yeah. you know. Exactly. You so, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're all about that model of, you know, we, we, we're more interested in people hearing what we've done, which, as you know, I mean, there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bands. So there's, you know, yeah. nobody... Differentiating oh, is hard. Oh man, F- forget it. So all you can really do is put your head down and be like, "How do I just make something that I feel is really good, and that I, you know, hope will resonate with others?" And uh, that's sort of the attitude we've kind of taken. Like, how do we really get good at our craft? And and I feel like, and I don't want to speak for the other guys, but I feel like we are starting to get to a place where um, we're we're learning some things to really take our writing to a different level and that doesn't mean we're gonna knock it out of the park every time but i think uh we're there's just some things that we're trying that we wouldn't have tried before we would have at least i wouldn't have i would have relied upon more like how does this make me feel rather than sort of critically thinking about that you know so yeah yeah so you think you're you're starting to develop your own personality or identity as a band there's some cohesion now where that's starting to come out i think so i mean we're taking some steps that i don't you know like the the next song that's coming out this month here um uh is this rave song that i don't even know how like what happened but it's you heard it here first yeah people. look out <laughs> yeah we got we the got scoop. the scoop here it comes um uh yeah i i you know i don't know if we would have done that or if we'll even never do it again but we did it you know we went you know and it's not that it's anything new nothing was really new it's all just being reorganized and you know repackaged and and all of that and that's sort of we i think that's the gift right to be able to recreate things right i don't know Mm -hmm. so that's law that's yeah that's so meta still has a fresh presentation yeah so you know and and we got a bunch of other songs we're sort of excited about it so we've got a good we've got a good stack already for at least for the first half of the year it's that second half of the year that i'm concerned about (laughs) so you gotta start (laughs) writing some songs. well let me ask you another basic question sort of about the the mechanics of it all because uh well these are for the sake of our listening audience uh so you mentioned that you guys all work in Ableton and, and whatnot, but um, you guys aren't going to uh, any sort of studio or, or anything like that to get these songs recorded, right? So how, um, or on a technical or, or practical level, like how do you actually uh, put the pen to paper and get these songs uh, recorded? And like, how, how does that happen? So, yeah, I mean, 
as I like I we use Ableton and and uh, uh, Native Instruments and and a few other uh, sound things. I mean, I'm mainly just work in Native Instruments. Um, use that those sound li- libraries. Some of mm-hmm. li- live stuff is uh, works for my purposes, but um, you know, uh, and I start there. And I just get a simple drum thing going and a simple progression and uh, from a sound I like that seems to be working gets the juices flowing. Then I literally so whether that's a, a synth or a, synth, or a piano, piano or something strings, along those lines. something you know that will uh, that will just it seems to like get me going. Whatever that is, you know, like oh okay, I can. And then I and I work in clips, you know, on the clips. I think that's that's been awesome for me. I just almost put things on repeat ad nauseum you know like it's almost too much like after a while you're like i don't even know what i'm listening to anymore you know it's <laughs> like if you say the word toilet over and over and over again it loses all meaning like yeah exactly <laughs> so um but uh i work in clip form and i get a verse going and a mm-hmm. chorus going and and then I, I i just throw a 58 in for scratch vocals and i sing a bunch yeah. of dumb stuff until i find my way you know like you're you're literally kind of wandering through the wilderness looking for that you know as the pressfield says you're looking for that fat hair you know like that that mm-hmm. You're out, you're on, out the on the hunt, you know, and you're looking for a beast <laughs> to capture and, and the fatty, the fatty yeah. And <laughs> it is, it's, and I'm, why am I getting so hungry as I hear you say, so, um, but, um, you know, it, 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 mm, it, it, and it's, that's to me, like, that's the exciting part. And sometimes you walk away and they're like, I don't, you know, it's just a little squirrel or, you know, a little gamey or something like that. But yeah. You, but it fills it, your bedding, belly. Yeah, yeah. Less. There's some nutrition involved, you know. Uh, hopefully, yeah. they don't have rabies. But um, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, and then so that's a sim- that's where I start, and then I get it to a place where I got a verse and a chorus, maybe a bridge, and uh, if I'm getting if I'm really putting in the time. Um, but I feel like if I get the chorus, and if I get a decent verse, then I feel like I've done what I needed to do to give it to the other guys to share. And, mm. and so then I pass it to them and I can't really speak on what they do. I, I just know there's hours involved and then I get, I hear yeah. things. And, and as I said before, I mean, they write parts, they produce and they, they mix and, you know, we don't take it to any. But the main thing that's, that's of, of, uh, of note or noteworthy here is that whatever it is that they're doing, it's pretty much exclusively done just like on their computer. That is right? it. I mean, they're yep. not, you guys aren't using a nope. studio or, or outsourcing anything, nope. right? It's, it's all in house. Um, and, and Jeremy and Graham have really come into their own and, you know, um, Oh, Jeremy's. Just oh, he's wrong. great. He's great. And, and yeah, I mean, your mixes are pro level. I he's, mean, you can't, you can't tell the difference. He's, he's, he's definitely, uh, uh, come a long way. And I think he would even say he got lucky in some of those first ones, but, but lately, like he just, his knowledge has just increased and, you know, and Graham too, like, you know, like they, they bounce things back and forth. Like they both speak heavily into it. So, but, um, you know, that is more Jeremy's final role, you know, like he's really the producer of this band in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Graham, and I, and I don't say that disparagingly towards Graham because Graham is, a, that guy just writes some of the craziest parts. I'm like, what? Why would you? I don't. What would you? He he generates a lot oh, of a uh, lot of content. A lot <laughs> so of content. Yeah. So so much yeah. so that 
you like like he just layers it on and then like then i know like jeremy has to like i love that i love that and he kind of he's sifting through so i don't i don't think like that's where it takes the producer's mind to decide what what to keep and what yeah and i and i think i think with with graham and i are so different so different and the only way it's really working is because jeremy's there <laughs> to to sort of you know <laughs> he's yeah, the yeah you know and uh and that's not an easy job you know so mm. but um you know again it's we're banned and and i had i can tell you uh when we first started and i remember the first time i dropped a session for uh for graham and and then i got the session back i i changed it all back to the way i had it like i couldn't handle it i was like this and i and i realized like quickly early on like that you can't i have to let go and so i think 99.9 percent of the time i don't even touch it instrumentally i just might have a note here and there and that's rare so and <laughs> just trusting them you know like you know what they know and there's a freedom in that like i don't have to worry about that like i I can just focus on writing these lyrics because that's hard enough. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah quick question yeah. for you. If no, you mind, please uh, do. Which one? Who, who yeah, is I was this? Just gonna, is Nick? I was just going to say, Nick, Nick, if you had a songwriting question. Yeah, this, this is a different question than I had in the first place. But when you, since you do most of the writing, um, do you hear the melody as you're writing these lyrics? Or is it more so, do you look at it as a like a poetical type of writing where you're just writing the words without hearing the melody? I mean, how do you, how do you, do you hear anything when you're when you're writing these lyrics oh, music? Oh, I hear uh, to begin. I with. hear things. No, no, yeah. no. I you do. Um, uh, typically, melody is always first, you know. And yeah. there's like this weird sort of. There is something weird about it because when you're, I don't want to get over. You know, uh, there's there's a, uh, there's a weird thing where you're like, listen, you're kind of like this thing's going, and there's a bit of this like sort of trance as this progressions on repeat and you're kind of trying to find that melody the thing that just sits right there in the pocket that feels right and it catches you and it hooks you and occasionally words or lyrics will just kind of sort of come tumbling out of your mouth by accident and you're like and you get i'm trying to think of a of a of an example of that but on the spot but it, it is weird how maybe it's not the final lyric but it is a jumping you know it's a place to it's a place to start um and and you know like wide awake this is the song that we're going to be releasing like for whatever reason the progression i had i just sang the word wide awake you know and it's like oh there's something there that now where that can bite you is in when you when you have to finish the song and you want to change your characters or you want to change the the mm. the storyline or whatever you know and you're trying to make something yeah. fit like how does this even make sense but you can get away with murder if you get i i find if you get in the 90 percentile range of being happy with most of your lyrics those are the lines you know the one line you know yeah. you can it's okay. Phone it in. That bridge line. No one's paying attention. There's, they're waiting for that chorus. You know. Yeah. So there's a lot of times when what you're hearing or feeling musically is what provokes lyrics to come out. Yes, of you. I would say so. Is that more often? Than I would not, say that's or? most of the time. Rarely do most I write. Well, then, because when that happens, then you know, um, if you're really lucky, like I wrote this song uh, over Christmas called Coma. And it all just sort of came like right away, most of it. Now I'm having trouble with the second verse and there's probably a bridge I'm going to have to write, but the first verse and the chorus, it's there. 
you know, and it's just like, I, I don't know how it just kind of came all tumbling out, but it just came easy. And I wish they were all that easy, but that's not the case. Usually it's like fragmented and, and like pieces or maybe even just one word, or maybe it's mostly just nonsense lyrics that you, they don't, it's doesn't make any sense. Uh, they're not even yeah. words. They're just sounds. Um, and then you try yeah. to base your lyrics off of those sounds because they've, mm-hmm. there's something about the way you're, you know, the accent or the, the phrasing or whatever that just makes it feel right. And yeah, so. you know, this is vaguely reminiscent of, dare I say it, synesthesia, Whoa. <laughs> where you, where you're associating, uh, two different qualia or two different sensations that arise from different senses, like you're thinking about a particular concept and the tune pops into your head for that mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. If that isn't synesthesia, I don't know what is. Absolutely. Well, I didn't even you, know you that. That's, that's <laughs> You don't even know I what I don't even say. know. I can't even spell that. So I'm gonna have to get a dictionary out and learn something tonight. No, it it is um it, it is sort of a It's basically two things that are apparently not connected or associated yeah. being connected or associated no yeah that's simple <laughs> enough and, and and i think so and i think it also has to before you even sit down you have to consider what's going on in your mind that you've been going on carrying around with you through your week through your days uh what yeah. have you been taking in the very human element yeah it, it all yeah. because we carry emotions all, and experiences exactly because my songs aren't necessarily autobiographical they're but they are informed by your experiences because uh, that's but but that's not to say that they're like actual you know actual stories in my life but you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but you draw on your experiences to tell them but the real hard part for me is the end of it because then i'm i'm sitting in evernote writing my lyrics i'm like i've got like pages and well there's no real pages in evernote it just goes on and on and on of all these different variations of verse lyrics and mm-hmm. maybe i should maybe should i say the there and you know and you're just driving yourself yeah. mad and you just but you just have fine tooth comb there, but yeah. you just have to write it and get all that get, Dumb lyrics. You're like, that's stupid, trite, dumb. That's not smart. Write it down. Doesn't matter. Get past it. Get past it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, like, what was that scene uh, in Mad Men when Don Draper was talking to Peggy and and she was trying to copyright, you know, and come up with an idea and she was hitting a wall and, and he looked at her and it was like really serious. He's like, Peggy, just think about it deeply and then let it go. <laughs> It'll come to you, you know what I mean. So, um, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Mad Men watchers probably not. I don't know. I, no, all right, there you go. I am a you mad man, but I'm yeah, well, not of the Mad Men. Anyway, I thought that that was an important point, and the and, and for writers, yeah. like you, you carry everything, you think about it, and you you get it all down, write all your stupid ideas down, and eventually it'll make sense to you. There's some there's something about the subconscious working on something. You know, rather than you, you know, being cognitively aware of what you're doing, think about it and toy with it and then just let it go. And your subconscious is better at figuring things out than, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Stephen, would you mind if uh, if I played a a few clips of some songs here? Uh, I've got quite a few loaded up, probably more than we have time for. So we'll just go as far as we can. But do it. um, I just I just picked out some. Some that are my personal favorites from your collection, as well as a couple in there that um, I, if if we're running low on time, I definitely want to make sure we hit them. Um, just because I think there's a strong message to it. So, uh, so we're just gonna play. You're the only one, in my opinion. It's 
It's your strongest overall song. It's probably my favorite. Um, so I'll just let it roll here. I'll keep that at a reasonable level so we can still talk. So can you walk me through a little bit? Like what, what's going on in this song? Um, who's the person you're talking to? Um, who's it directed at? What, what's going on in this song? Um, let me think here. Well, again, like I said, like sometimes my songs aren't necessarily autobiographical. Um, right. But right. Uh, I, I think the spirit of the song is is that that relational tension of. Um, sorry, I'm listening to the lyrics and trying to remember what our songs. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I wrote it with a with a love interest bent. You know, like like a boy mm-hmm. girl. It just someone did someone wrong right but really it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that um it's it's more about just a a friendship gone awry like gone yeah, yeah and and so but that doesn't sell okay songs about friends and friendships ending doesn't really sell you know romantic stuff sells <laughs> um right that isn't it a shame that said right? this song hasn't really sold so <laughs> <laughs> So I'm still waiting for that. Maybe I should have wrote it better, but yeah, I, I think it's it's more about hey, this this song is poised to to sell. It, I like so it's just a matter of it just needs to hit the right. Yeah, audience. yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it does. It, it was it was an important song for us to write, um, and I think one of the first times that we like, oh, this might be who we are, or there's an element of this that this is who we are. But it, yeah, it was more about just a, some past relationships of that I had that I saw I, I, I felt like personally I got cashed in on you know like like I got traded in Raw yeah deal. yeah and I, mean, I don't want to get too it, it's 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 just life and that's how it goes I don't yeah. want to like oh poor me you know but mm-hmm. what was, was me, me. But, yeah, but it made for a good song so I mean at least I like it and you guys like it so that's that's good yeah that's my yeah. favorite one you guys did thanks yeah um non-lyrical aspects of the song um just the production of it like that little bass um, yeah. drop. drop i guess <laughs> there is that's incredible um that blew my mind when i heard that i was like oh that's so sick and then uh um, go ahead yeah just this i i don't know if we'd call it a probably not a bridge but just this little musical interlude um i guess that's just the musical genius of of graham and jeremy shining through right yeah it, it really was and I think for yeah. yeah, this part coming up right here, I don't even know how they did it, but they did it. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it's mesmerizing. I feel like it's it's hard to describe, but no, it, it makes me feel like I'm floating. Or well, that's good. That's a good feeling. So yeah, absolutely. yeah. No, they, they did a really great job with it. When you, when we first had it, those chords in the beginning, I remember like they were super. I had them super jazzy, and I think that was because of the uh, the the type of synth. I loved the sound, but it had like mm-hmm. one of those weird fifths or so. I don't know, like you know what I mean. That you couldn't turn off. Like it just automatically mm. did. And so the chords they used, and Graham, I think it was Graham or Jeremy, one of them fixed it so we could get a little bit more straighter on it. You know, but um, yeah. Still, there's a little bit of dissonance in those chords, like just on the verses and stuff, to where it's um, the song is in the key of A, right? It's a it's a major key. There's nothing minor. Um, you know, it's it's pretty straightforward in that sense. But yeah, yeah, like there's yeah. that 
a little bit of that happy feeling but the chords i i don't know enough music theory to be able to articulate this well but it just feels like there's a little bit of distance in there to make there's it tension uh just just yeah yeah some mm -hmm. tension it just makes it feel a little bit different it still has a hopeful kind of feel to me when i listen interesting to it. you know it's got this yeah 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 different strokes for different folks you know so well the, the next one i got lined up here um your newest release under attack so i'm just gonna just gonna play this one here and then i don't know if i've can... heard this one maybe not i don't, I don't know, know. But yeah, I thought this one was pretty cool as well. So I thought you had some, uh, just a few lines out of your song where I felt like, oh, there's there's some provocative language in this. Uh, I mean, you're saying things like we're under attack, and uh, so that's, and then there's another quote where you said, you don't know it, but you're being used. Um, there ain't no one coming back for you. So what what are you trying to get across here? Like, what's what's going on in this one? Um, yeah, well, I sort of, I guess I, I don't know, um, <laughs> I'm, like listening to <laughs> is weird listening to your own music, but, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe I was, the character I was kind of messing with was a guy that maybe believed in believed in what he was told all of his life and then okay. he's slowly realizing that it's not true um and it's 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 not really i mean it could be applied to many different things um but like i just liked the idea of toying with 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 a character that had hope um that everything would get better um but then slowly you think there's a sense of um um uh, What's another word for quixotic? Uh, what is what is that even? Mean? <laughs> You're gonna have to define that. Uh, I think again. that's a very precise word, Danny. Uh, oh man, uh, another word for gullible. Oh, that's on the tip of my tongue. Where you're, you're sequacious? No, you're. You have like this uh, naive. There we go. So, Naivete. So you think yeah, a, yeah. The, the the character of your song in this sense, uh, in this particular context, like there was a a naivety on his part like um yeah like the guy in the movie that's like oh this is you know we, we're gonna win and what you know whatever he's fighting for or whatever and and then he kind of he's out in the wilderness kind of like you know doing this and he comes upon this cabin and there's this old curmudgeon there that kind of says yeah well you're not gonna win and let me tell you <laughs> how it's not gonna work <laughs> out i don't know i just thought it was a fun fun characters to play with and you know, um, edit. yeah, I just, I just, there was something interesting to me about yeah. like the hopelessness I mean, and the helplessness of mm -hmm. it. Not to say that people Steven, should be quick, hopeless, but how, yeah. How many layers do you guys have in something like this? It's such a huge sound. It's just this yeah, giant. Yeah, that's another it's thing. Amazing. Production wise, it sounds huge. How many tracks are you guys I, running in something I like this? I don't actually know. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I know that Jeremy, because their computers are, I got to get a new one. Mine's, I'm just running a Mac Mini, um, and and it's not fast enough to keep up with what they've got going on. And they <laughs> had to like turn off most of the MIDI stuff and make it audio for me to be able to record my vocals, the final takes. So there's a lot, yeah. and then especially compounded with all their plugins and this, that, and the other. So, oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, it's it's quite dense, uh, uh, but uh, I couldn't tell you offhand how many tracks. I'm sure there was a lot that 
hit the floor too you know that hit the cutting room floor yeah. but um yeah it's a big yeah. it's a big tune so um, yeah absolutely so yeah that's another thing is that jeremy does a great job of um taking all those heavy layers and gluing it together so it sounds very uh put together you know like it sounds huge but it still sounds like one thing yeah yeah Everything. And I think that's a special skill. No, it's um, that's something I'm it's trying. It's not to, in my skill set. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> it's something I'm striving to perfect in my own as I um, compose and mix music and stuff. But um, Jeremy's just light years ahead of me. Yeah, very, I don't even know. Very symphonious. Thank you. Everything just meshes together. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 No doubt. So, yeah, just just going down down the line. I I had another one here. Um, you guys wrote a song called Reach Out and Take It that I thought was pretty cool. So I'm going to just play this one here. All right. I like this down a little bit. So, yeah, again, <laughs> production-wise, it feels like, uh, and I don't know if you can speak to this, but it, it feels like that that big distorted bass there is, uh, I guess, kind of, to use a nerd term, like it's sidechain with that kick. So it feels like it's um, kind it's of pulsing, almost breathing yeah. in it. Yeah, like it's pulsing. Yeah, yeah like breathing in and out. Um, yeah, I don't know what he did there. I can't speak to that, but um, it, it, but it creates an interesting feeling as a listener. Um, gosh, it's so hard to articulate these things, but um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a very specific and particular effect, but it's it's pretty special, I think. So. Yeah. What do you think, what's going on in this one lyrically? What's going on with Danny? I'm sorry, I just got to say this. You're making Danny giddy with this music <laughs> and these lyrics. This is rare occasion. That's Danny is giddy. most War on Peace fans. They're giddy, upbeat, happy. <laughs> this uh, is the effect that you're using. Yeah, it's really, it is. It's mind control. It's, it's like a, you know, antidepressant. We're under attack. That's what it is. When I hear yeah, this, maybe I'm the one who's under yeah, attack. You are. When I hear this right now. It's just making me want to just drive out in the fields under a, a sunny sky with clouds in the desert or something. It's a really adventurous feel. That's yeah, I, I like that. This effect. I like yeah. that. Can you start writing Freedom blurbs guy. for our songs? Because sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Uh, <clears throat> this one makes me want to dance, and I'm not a dancing person. Usually. I'm telling you, he's freaking gay. So, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think, yeah. I think, okay, I think I might, because I intentionally, I told my wife, I said, honey, I'm, I'm going to write this song about that loser kid at the prom who just wants to find that, to get that, you know, the, 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 the prom queen or whatever princess. I, I wasn't popular in high school. I don't know what they call it, but, um, you know, that he <laughs> just, he's just like, King. he just, you know, he wants her and it's, you know, he's had a bad rap, but it's not really working. He's just he's, he's going to go for it anyway. You know, he's yeah. a senior in high school. What else is he's going off to college? And yeah, nothing, nothing left. Yeah, and point. just going for it. So it's sort of a trite, overdone concept, but um, packaging is everything. And I thought um, this song was a lot of fun. So um, to do, yeah, for sure, man. So yeah, I like. Now that, that I just demystified it for you, that's all. <laughs> so really, like, yeah, moving on. <laughs> another one and i don't know if this is just a theme for me as a listener but a lot of the ones that are a little bit there's a little bit more bubblegum to them um in the, in the maybe the pop kind of sense i liked them uh like this next one we used to sing it out and that was real cool so let's see 
Okay, so first off, who's responsible for that hook there? Because that's a great melody. Um, I don't know. I don't, that could have been Graham or Jeremy. I don't know, actually know. That's, I, okay. I should ask that question. But this one, I, I the the way that the the chorus feels like to me, um, as it's coming up here, um, there's there's a real rhythm too in the way that you're singing it here. So it's like, and the the marching beat there gives it that movement. Yeah, it's a little chanty. It's a chanty song. It is. Yeah. So, chanting, man. That's. Have you ever seen The Burbs with Tom Hanks? Uh-uh. Okay, then I'm not even going to make this reference. <laughs> Man, guys, we need to get caught up on our... Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, sorry, apparently you guys have been too busy reading books with your vocabulary that you've been... <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's those two, yeah. not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds hard. Uh, I wish I would have been given a vocabulary list just so I would have been able to look up some of these words. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh Welcome to my yeah, world, Steven. <laughs> like I feel dumb. Um Yeah, I uh uh yeah, that was that was actually one of those ones, the first ones that we started working with Graham and he he had it and then I tried to change everything back and then it sat on the shelf for a long time. Um and really? then he and then somehow someone brought it back and and then I just I had let go of a lot of that at that point and so I was able to like see the song. Uh, reapproach it anyway so yeah and this is a bit of a nuanced observation on my part but it feels like the bass in this song um i guess maybe since jeremy's the the mixing producer guy seems like he made a real concerted effort to try to make that bass sound as much like a real bass guitar as possible yeah sure um it might even wow. maybe, maybe, maybe it is i don't know i, I, don't, say, I know. can't tell it sounds i don't weird. ask those questions um, i just like I like that, or yeah. I don't like it. And, uh, I just love deconstructing. Yeah, stuff you guys should and, probably um, have him on the show. It'd be more interesting. <laughs> I'm just like ruining all these songs. Yeah, that was about just, you know dumb concept. Everyone, you know, just, you know, whatever. But but yeah, so I, I thought I thought that was a nice touch. Like it, yeah. I mean, it might be a real bass for all I know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just I don't for all the. Uh, I guess virtual instruments you're working with when something that sounds kind of real yeah is in there it really just sticks out well me. and even the drums kind of have like not so much the kick but that snare kind of sounds like it could be real you know yeah and it's got a real yeah. live feel yeah. to it so so and uh if anyone out there is familiar with what you used to do musically this song definitely reminds me of your last band urbanites we dare not speak that name <laughs> you want me to cut that out? No, no. I, I, uh, that was a lot of. Uh, the band was a lot of fun. It was sort of. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it was a lot of fun. Sometimes, you know, as bands go. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't know about the inside experience, but um, as far as the products you were releasing with it, I, I thought you were doing good quality songwriting. There no, too, the, so. those guys. Uh, well, yeah. Jeremy was in the band, obviously, um, but uh, the other two cats that were in it. Certainly, incredibly talented, and and uh, it was cool to be able to uh, work with them for the time that we were in that band. So, yeah, um, and they're uh, they're off. Well, I don't DJ who played drums. I don't know. I think he's got something he's working on. I haven't heard anything of it. And Brad's and uh, Anchors, 
So, um, and actually, I think we're going to be doing a show with them. So, um, oh, yeah, really? yeah. So, uh, uh, down the road. So, um, so they're both still creative. Uh, and I'm pretty sure DJ's got something he's working on. So, I'll be excited to hear that. And then, of course, Jeremy, you know, I, I can't. Kind of like when At the Drive and Split Up and you got the Mars Volta and, and Sparta. And yeah, just just Blink. without the level of any sort of fame or money. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> it. We're exactly like those other bands. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, that's not what it's about, right? It's about that satisfaction. That's what, that's what losers say. So just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's a that's with the people who were the runner-up finished what they say you know yeah. it's about the moral yeah. the moral effort and the moral it's people that can't hack it that's what they say yeah. <laughs> it's the thought that counts yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. you've got a great well i got a few more here that's all we really say yeah. yeah that's what you were selling okay i'm sort of kidding but you know yeah. <laughs> uh well i got a few more that i want to get to um the last two are going to be a little bit more uh maybe political i don't know you'll you'll have to clarify that for us but that's Ooh. sort of my takeaway but this one uh this one's called holding me down so i thought this one was really cool so i'll play this one again when this comes in it feels huge oh, right yeah. away they all just sound um, and just sounds really polished so uh what's going on in this song um the chorus you're just saying like you know holding me down holding me down so um Who's that directed towards, or uh, is this autobiographical? This particular one, or is it um, again you're constructing uh, a character? Well, first off, well, I, well yeah, I th- and it's not autobiographical. I think I think it's more about just some being in a situation where your livelihood is leveraged against you, and um, you're sort of trapped by your certain by your context and by your current situation and and you want to leave it but you can't and um and so it's not really about me but it is about um uh, certain friends uh, sort of their experiences sort of gotcha. informed it i never even told them so you say maybe uh, feeling trapped or yeah like definitely stuck. yes to stuck you know and and being there not in a because it's in a weird way you you know like like, or maybe and this is not what it's about, but maybe the guy that that's working a job at a factory and he has to go there because he, but and he has yeah. to toe the line because his his livelihood is being leveraged against him. So he compromises his mm-hmm. true passions uh, for um, you know that job uh, because he doesn't, he can't, he can't think his way out of it. He can't find a way out of it and. Either he doesn't have the education or the skills or the knowledge uh, or whatever, and um, that sort of entrapment. And um, gotcha. so it's sort of like a now weird what, sort what's of voluntary. The tone of it, though, is he yeah. is he lamenting that fact? Like he's aware of the fact that he's stuck and he's just feeling sorry for himself, or is he trying to put the blame on somebody else? Yeah. Or, well, well, I think uh, I think it touches on the idea that I mean, you have to kind of consider. Um, uh, a person in their 20s and 30s and 40s um, they've been shaped and molded by their experiences throughout and uh, through well, I would even say compulsory education which isn't early education at all and and all these certain social constructs that have been put in place 
to sort of keep people um, in their place. And so mm-hmm. when you've been when you socialize, so when innovation has been schooled out of you, and critical thinking has been schooled out of you, but you know something's not right because there's something in the human spirit that wants to just be creative and thrive. But when it's been taken away from you because you've been conditioned and brainwashed, essentially, you're just frustrated. And so it's less about feeling sorry for yourself and more just saying like, what, how, why, how did I, how do I get out of this? I want out of this, but I can't dig my way out. And so then you compromise yourself because you get a paycheck. Um, does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm wondering, is the song Reach Out and Take It, does that follow this song? Is this on the same album? Uh, they're on the same album. No, they, they don't follow yes. each other. Um, and, but, but you know what? You can make your own playlist and they can follow each other. <laughs> yeah. You can make it work. You can organize yeah. them that way yeah. if you want, if you really feel so inclined. So uh, that's, a good, that's a good message because I think <clears throat> there's a lot of people who, what is it that they say about about being deceived, you know, like when you were deceived, you were the last person to realize it. Yeah. And so it's almost like this person is finally coming to a place of like, oh my gosh, I've, I've been duped. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it said, um, you know, with the problem that we're in right now, whether it be society or, or, or like, you know, just, uh, yeah, society that we've, we've not thought our way into this problem. Um, and, but now we're going to have to think our way out and, and um and that's the problem most people don't know how to think and i'm learning that about myself even like i don't know really how to critically think i like to think that i know how to think but really i'm more just sort of an amalgamate i'm i'm just more i'm just more of a sort of collage of different concepts and and all that so as much as i you know of a lot of things that have been superimposed right, on you throughout your right. life right and yeah. and and so when you're sort of a and and I think the biggest the biggest thing that I've struggled with personally, if I may get personal, um, is is you kind may. of seeing. And this is not a this is not a. Um, I'm not trying to defame any sort of uh, any one person um, because I think it's not any one per one one person's fault. But the the my education um, was a big failure for me um my public education my public school education it was a big letdown mm-hmm. and and the, and the sense and i did not thrive in that environment um because because uh, john taylor gatto says this really well he was a school teacher in new york uh for i don't know 20 30 years and he quit he took he wrote an op-ed in, in uh, the wall street journal i think it was he's like i can't damaged children anymore he won like teacher of the year multiple times brilliant guy wrote wrote a couple of books and um uh he he said you know children have the feeling that they're being put to death when they go to school they can't articulate it and but and but that's because they are uh innovation uh creativity is those are all things that children naturally possess but they're being schooled out slowly and that when I understood that, when I read that, I was like, oh, they, the, the whole, and it's not, it's not, it's more because of unintended consequences. So I don't think it's some sort of conspiratorial thing or, or anything like that. I just think it's the, just the, the way of things go. That's not to say that there aren't some people that are, have a vested interest in keeping it that way, but, um, I'm probably going to make a lot of people mad Which, now with this, but there are, but, um, <laughs> I can't, I can't, wait, what did I just say? 
Do you, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. And you, I, I just don't, you know, I, I think that that really speaks into the heart of that, the last one you played. Cause I, I just don't think, I think there's a lot of people who are incredibly frustrated, but just don't have any skills to find their way out. And it takes a lot of hard yeah. work. And they may not even have a language to articulate yeah. what it is that they're experiencing right. or feeling. And we don't teach. And that's part of, that's like step one is like identifying what's yeah. happening. So you can and it, get off. Of exactly. It. Yeah. And, and this is why we look to representatives to represent our interests because we don't know how to do it for ourselves. Oh, here we go. And that's, that's as far as I'll go. So I'm not, I don't, I don't, that's not a passing judgment on anybody that does. I don't, I'm not, you know, I just, I'm just me and I'm one guy right. and I'm a nobody. So take, take that for what it's worth. Um, uh, well, well, the last couple here, the, the next one I had in line was talk about provocative titles. This one's called men with guns going house to house. <laughs> it's so, really uh, a so joke I'm going <laughs> to kick it here There we go So what's going on in this one the, the chorus line is Everyone run, everyone hide Lock your doors and stay inside Everyone's safe Everyone's sound Men with guns going house to house Is this a, is this a dystopia or what? <laughs> what's happening? Arguably probably my attempt at being snarky um, uh, I wrote it right after, do you remember when the Boston bombings happened? Yeah, the marathon yeah, bombings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then they had like that, they went into, they shut down the city for, I think it was like a day or something like that. And they had like, um, basically, uh, militarized police sort of roaming and going house to house. And, and I just kind of saw that, like, they're looking for this guy, you know, um, uh, the, this this guy who, uh, I don't even, I can't even remember his name, um, if you, it doesn't matter. But they only found him when they lifted the ban. So I just thought, I just, was, like, the police state really doesn't work. And I just, and I think this whole idea that there's, people are supposed to be, feel safe, but yet you have... There's, you know, you can go on YouTube if you don't believe me, and there's people being yelled at to come and being, you know, their uh, Fourth Amendment rights are being trampled on, and they're just like, yeah, go ahead, do it, you know. I just thought it was sort of a so basically, I, Boston turned into North Korea. For well, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just, it was just sort of, it struck me as funny. I did, I didn't, I, I thought it was more funny than anything. I, I don't, you know, the idea that they were more safe with people yeah. shoving guns in their face and telling them what to do you know it just seemed like the end really the antithesis of being safe you're still being bullied maybe not by a uh, a traditional terrorist but a different sort of terrorism and now i have now let me or, organize yeah, yeah now let me be clear i have a lot of friends that are cops and i adore them and i'm not i'm not cop hating and nothing like that i just i think it's more a system uh, a failure of 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 organizations and, and the way in which we would go about to capture uh, uh, terrorists, if you will, or whatever. So uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not against cops. I'm not against I'm not against any. I'm I'm for I'm for people to treat each other with non-aggression. That's what I'm for. So if you act aggressively towards and shoving them, a gun in someone's it, face, it, isn't, isn't very well. Non-aggressive. It's not nice. Um, but if, if you act aggressively <laughs> and you're an aggressor towards somebody, that person has the right to neutralize the threat, and that's on you. So I, I, you know, 
depending on whether you're a cop or not, I think that those rules apply to everyone. So, um, you know, being a cop is a dangerous job. I wouldn't want to do it. Um, but, you know, I think we've got a fundamental problem with the overt militarization of our police, and I'd like to see that stop. But, um, you know, um, I, I would like cops to be uh, trained more formally in uh, de-escalating uh, situations, but again, that's tough. Mm-hmm. There's tons of crazy people, so I'm not, you know, I'm not in those situations. I might think differently if I was a cop, but I think I'm too old now. So I think, you're safe. <laughs> I think they're safe. Maybe you're not in good enough shape. Hey, hey, we don't have to name call. All right, we don't have to name call. Hey, uh, um, I'm not either, so that's why I feel like I can yeah. take that jab. Does that does that sound so. crazy? Was I was that too much? I don't, I don't need your validation. I've said what I've said. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I I agree, actually. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. So I I don't think it sounds crazy. That's good. I th- I think it's you're you're making a point. The point is well taken. I would say. It, it so. was my attempt at being snarky, yeah. and I thought it was fun to put it to like one of the most poppy like it's sort of like almost you know almost trite you know or maybe it is trite i don't know but it works i don't know the little melody line that that tags at the end of the chorus is that's a killer hook hey thanks appreciate that so i like it so the last one i had lined up uh this one's called dream machine um I feel like this is Graham and Jeremy's favorite song. I'm, I mean, is it? Yeah, really? they love they love this song. They like, huh? So, I'm really curious to hear what you're getting out with this one because I feel like what maybe what you're suggesting is we're all just living in the Matrix or something, <laughs> or uh, you know, like we have this sort of make believe pretend world that we've constructed in our minds, but it's not what's real. It's not reality, and we're um, like you just said in the song right there. We built a machine. It's like the machine that we're building, metaphorically speaking, is really just uh, maybe hedonistic pursuits, like Rome was, where people were numbing themselves to what was really happening by uh, barbaric sports or pleasure, entertainment, things like that. So, it, is, is any of that like on base? What's what you're trying to communicate? Um, yeah, that might have been. That might be a little bit more lofty than what I was going for, but um, let's go with that. Let's go with that. That sounds smart. Now, um, yeah, I think it's sort of a, a realization that um, you, you kind of have to, as a person, you have to kind of come to a, a point of what do you believe and why do you believe it and and are you are you going to stay true to those sort of convictions so so uh, you know uh, i guess it's simply it was uh, i just like the idea of you know whatever that machine is you know i mean i think for me it was you know uh there's there's certainly a great amount of propaganda um Mm -hmm. and and being wielded through uh television or you know computers or whatever you know so i yeah and 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 people i mean man like you don't have to look far like everyone's upset if you go on social media everyone's upset if all if they're not posting some cute 
bunny picture, cat picture, or something like that. They're they're mad and the comment threads, man, enough. that you read on people. Yeah, it's just like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you know, Big and it's it. like, Big and I don't really, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, it's funny. It's not funny because I, I used to do, I don't want to look down on anybody because I, I used to get worked up a lot. I still get worked up, you know, like, wow, I can't believe this. And then right now, our, like our political scene is, I, I never, I still can't believe half the stuff that's going on right now. And it's just so... I'm sure it's always been there, but it's just that we're living in this sort of TMZ world view. Of, and I'm like, what? I don't even, like when I watch the Republican debates, I don't even hear any issues really being debated, you know, at all. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and... Uh, well, it's, it's the world of the soundbite now. You right. Know, the soundbite and the drama. And so... And, and pushing that out there for... Uh, yeah, for uh, profit purposes. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really, I don't really think too many people really have enough context to make sort of an informed decision, and myself included. Like I, I live off the Twitter headlines too at times, you know, and I'm, you know, like half reading half articles, whatever, you know yeah. what I mean. And I'm just as sometimes guilty. just the title. Yeah just that one liner of uh, yeah. this is what's trending on Twitter right, or Facebook right. and, and so yeah. um, but with that I think I think that you know we're not doing ourselves any service by by kind of um, uh, uh, not really looking into things for what they truly are and I think that's sort of what, what has got us into this place but but I think even I was even thinking when I wrote that song it was more it was more in terms of just this idea of of, of you know maybe it was a little more matrixy but then I didn't want to say that because that would have been a little cliche but hey it's pop music so what are you gonna do so <laughs> I don't know well, you have to present it in a palatable package. That's what they say. It, That's what all the experts say. And I didn't say. just use that alliter- alliteration uh, on purpose. That just came out by accident, but it That's was great. good. <laughs> you win. You win tonight with that. So, uh, yeah. Well, that was awesome. I'm I'm glad we got to go go through all of those. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, I, I answered all I your think questions. It stands out. If anyone wants to check out all the discography. Like we said earlier in the show, uh, all the music is available digitally, right? So yep. everywhere you can even go on YouTube and listen to it if you don't want on if you don't yeah. have Spotify so or iTunes or any other. There's no excuse. Did you know guys. that they still make Rhapsody music? That's a real thing still. Is that right? Yeah, who knew? Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, and every month too. Amazon Music too. I mean, it's. All I think there. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. every month we release a new single and, uh, that hits all those it's on the 25th, the 25th of every month. Every month. And, yeah. um, we also have, a uh, um, uh, sort of the subscription service where people, yeah, talk uh, about yeah, I'd, I'd get yelled at if I didn't. Um, but, uh, <laughs> basically for $2 and 50 cents a month, uh, people pay that. And every week we give a new demo. Uh, that nobody else hears and um, uh, other exclusive content. Like if you were a subscriber, the show, you wouldn't have to pay $10. You would only have to pay five. So all I'm saying is there's benefits. So there's some perks. Perks. 
perks, perks. So and plus, I think I think this is the way uh, uh, a lot of art is heading in this direction. I think where people are able to uh, there's like a direct link between the creator of art and the the people who uh, I guess are the audience. Like they can directly support the effort of creator of, of, of the creators. I'm just tripping all over my words. I like it. I like where you're going. I don't know where you're going, but yeah, I like so, it. <laughs> yeah. So I just think it's, it's really cool that there's just so much more available like nowadays than like, you know, 15 years ago, there was no way to um, just like directly contribute to a band or, or an artist of any sort. Uh, unless you were going to hand him cash right. or write him a check, but nowadays there's a way to like directly get involved with it and and like see the fruit of your investment in them. You know what I mean? And you, you've you're it's almost like you enjoy it more because you feel like you helped cause it to happen. No, and it, it is, and it does, them. like because it's it's uh, can get costly when you're constantly putting up music. Um, but um, I mean, it's not that expensive, but that offsets that cost. And that's one thing that we don't have to worry about because our, our uh, people invest in us and we're able to pay that. And that's one thing, you know, uh, that we don't have to worry about. So um, it's very rewarding. Yeah, it, and it's, it's encouraging that people would want to be a part of that. So uh, if you're interested, um, you should check it out. And where can people find the link? Oh, my that? gosh. I'm supposed to have that answer that I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Would it be on like your website? Probably. Let me look. Okay. <laughs> this is, I am like <laughs> a, a, exclusively the worst I'm like, person to, you know. Just handing this plug yeah, to Yeah, and you. I'm just like not, I'm like, hold on, let me get on my computer. I need. Yeah. I don't even have a mic stand. Well, if you Google the war on PCIT, you, you'd find it. You want it. me to do work? Okay, whoa, whoa, hold on. Right. Here, I'm, I'm nope, that's not, that's not it at all. Hold on. This is our guest, Danny. You Google it. Okay. Yeah. I'll Google yeah. it for you. Yeah, can you do... Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> do it now. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I have to defend myself. And and what's the... Um, does this group have a name to it? Uh, yeah, we we call it the War and Peace Collective. And, okay. Uh, so if you go to warandpeace.com... Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's yep. information there. Indeed, there is. Yeah. So Indeed. I just looked it up. There's the, a lot of photos of us rehearsing. Uh, yeah, and there's a there's a dedicated tab for the collective, and you can become a subscriber. Uh, we need to, and it outlines all the, all the perks and stuff. Who knew? So I don't think I've actually, I don't even that. think I've been here before. So on this website, but we need to. <laughs> these pictures are old. I look way better now than I do in those pictures. <laughs> just for the record. So okay, it's on, it's the, on record. the record. You look better now. Thanks, man. All right, awesome. Well, Stephen, if there's anything else you want to say before we before we let you go, um, now's your time. Go for it. Or if not, any apopemptic thoughts? Yeah, any apopemptic <laughs> remarks for us? No, I, uh, just the thing. I don't. Well, I don't know what that word means. So, um, <laughs> it basically just means uh, uh, Parting words. Parting words. Know, last you. words you say as you're Thank as you're you. leaving, saying goodbye. Do you a farewell address? Farewell. It doesn't have to be yeah. an address. Um, yeah. No, just thanks for having me on, and uh, it was fun talking about it. And hopefully, uh, people don't black out uh, a quarter of the way through. Um, <laughs> that's because. Uh, um, I hope people can have the perseverance to make it through because I think it's well, well worth it. I had a good might time. fall asleep because of the, uh, the euphonious uh, music. And- 
The melodies are soothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's possible. Uh, We've been known to put people to sleep. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And it was uh, a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully I didn't make anybody mad um, because that's not what I'm looking to do. But um, well, and if if they got mad, oh, well, maybe maybe I should be looking to make people mad because that's what musicians do. They're right. That's go against against the grain. I really don't care. I'm just trying to write songs. So. Well, Stephen, I I feel like you were honest and you spoke your mind, and I appreciate that. Yeah, so thanks. Hey, yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool to you know to have you here while we're listening to this because I've listened to these songs before and I really I enjoy them. But to get you know the first person the the writer to actually be there and exp- you know we might guess what as to what it means and have our own opinions and then you state you know this is what it meant. I thought that was really cool. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, changes the experience of it for it sure. Does. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Stephen. Thanks very much, man. We'll talk to you later. Maybe, uh, maybe we can bring you back sometime, and uh, yeah, maybe do something like this again. So, good talking with you, brother. Take care, fellas. Do you want to keep up with all of the cool stuff that's happening on Every Last Drop? Head on over to everylastdroppodcast.com to find out about everything we do, from a feed of our most current episodes, blog posts, ways you can get in touch with us, and an opportunity to join our email list so you can get up-to-date information about our latest releases. Haven't signed up yet? What are you waiting for? Go! Okay, guys, and we're back. Well, hi. That was a nice little intermission. Yeah, it was fun. You know, we decided we needed to take a little bit of a break since we had a guest and we went for a while. So yeah, very productive. If you're still with us, thanks. It's time for. Is this the best part of the show, Luke? Arguably, uh, yes, yes, it is. But that's debatable. Well, without further, <laughs> without further ado. Have at it. Don't be shy. Get up on that sucker. uh, Remind me. Remind me again of the life I had then with a heart that seldom shattered. When leaves and grass, not bundles of cash, was the only green that mattered. Thank you. Like it's it. almost like a hearkening back to childhood, but it yeah. doesn't. It seems like it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It's almost like the, the human nature tendency of, oh man, if we could just go back to the good old days. Yeah, like everyone says oh, that. Yeah. You know, there's definitely a potent uh, theme of nostalgia in there. Very strong. Yeah, Hello. childhood is yeah. the first and maybe the only thing that comes to mind for me, because it's like. Mm-hmm. the color green it's cool you know i see you know the color green is green grass as a child and then now when you get older the color green is becomes money money yeah, yeah exactly so in a way i take that to mean like also he's feeling like things have gotten more 
petty in a way because yeah. things become more about money. Yep. And, and he it, wants to go back to, uh -huh. ah, let's just forget about everything just being about the money. But it's cool because he recognizes it. So many people just get lost and don't aren't even conscious that, well, wait a minute, I'm seeing things way differently now. You know? mm -hmm. So this guy is kind of depressed about it. He's like, wow, what's, what have I become? Yeah. yeah. And uh, with a heart that's seldom shattered. It's just we're so fragile. We're so mm -hmm. frail these days. And I thought this was a very pertinent poem because... Uh, a lot of the songs that I heard were uh, in this podcast were they're pretty uh, wistful. I would I would give them that adjective. So I thought it was an appropriate song or uh, poem. <laughs> you know, I just had a synesthesia. No. Oh, Every time yeah. I hear the word wistful, I think of someone in a boat, um, longing to get to the other side of the shore, longing to get to shore. It's kind of kind of a, a simple synesthesia. Well, yeah, I don't know because like that is wistful that moment. You know, it's yeah, it could be, could be a different. But that is I, the picture sorry. I always get. Really, every always. Time. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. I don't know if we have much more to say about that poem. Yeah, it's, it's pretty short straightforward. And sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But very appropriate, very laconic, and always as always very insightful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the flattery is endless with this one. <laughs> it's good shit, man. It's good Thank stuff. Thank you. So, yeah, Luke is working on, I don't know if it's finished yet, is your manuscript. Where is that at? I feel like I need to do some uh, major tweaking. Hmm. Well, not really major tweaking. I just need to uh, condense it because like, I've thrown all of my published poetry into into this manuscript or posted poetry mm -hmm. this manuscript because it's not published yeah internet published yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like blog tis a larger stuff. dream a brewing yeah keep us posted on that everybody um actually that was like keep us posted on that comma well everybody keep your eyes peeled and your ears open for mm. the status of Luke Schrader's poetry being published. Uh -huh. It's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, I can sense it coming soon. I can so. smell it. <laughs> All right, well, it's been it it's been a good time this time, guys. We're every last drop podcast. Uh, we we have a Facebook and a Twitter. Just uh, at ELD Podcast on Twitter on Facebook. It's every last drop. I'm working on getting us a new website, so that's going to be up soon as well. Otherwise, any comments, questions, inquiries. Or uh, if you got songs that you want to play in here, just like we did today, doesn't matter if they're better or worse, send us an email at everylastdroppodcast at gmail.com. Or right. give us a call and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Which is, I got to look that up really quick because I <clears throat> temporarily forgot it. Let's see. Well, meanwhile, it's, it's, it's 916. Oh. Three eight two two six five four. All right. Is that what you're gonna say, Luke? Yeah, because I have a pension for numbers. Mm. But that's okay, you know. Danny has to feel empowered somehow, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like to kiss me right now, Danny? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, uh, that's all I got for all you guys. Until until next time, we're gonna do more of this type of stuff. We're gonna. 
really hone in on interviewing guests and uh, really focusing on what it is that they have to bring to the table. So, I'm Danny. My name is Luke. I'm Nick. Next time. Good night and good luck. Oodles of toodles. <laughs>